Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast. I'm here with Mike, and Keegan's not with us, but we have a special guest from the past, uh, our buddy Rob. Hello, it's been a while. It has been a while. You've been busy. Uh, we've been busy. It's uh, We finally got to get you on again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about this week. Um, we got some... We got some Battle Force information over the last couple of weeks on streams. Um, there is currently an event going on right now as we record in upstate New York, the Canto Bite Cup. Um, there's a, a lot of a lot of lot going on there. Um, we have a team league update later. Team leagues, two teams, two leagues, um, some bat reps, uh, but it's mostly, yeah, it's tech. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, but first, we're gonna uh, before we jump into all that stuff, we're gonna. We're going to reintroduce Rob to everybody because we probably have a lot more listeners now than we did when Rob was first on cast. So yeah, people probably don't remember. <laughs> yeah. So hello, my name is Rob. I am. What, what is it? What is it on Facebook? I says I'm the hobby specialist here. Yeah. And that's definitely true. <laughs> ah, um, so yeah. So I, I guess like the reason I'm on the episode tonight, I guess, it, well, to say, I don't know if a lot of people know what I do professionally that would lead me to be able to do what I did to why I'm talking about what we're talking about tonight. So um, professionally, I am a a digital sculptor, a 3D sculptor. I've been doing that for about 14 years. So to, to get not to get too much, I've worked in the video game industry. I've worked. I actually did way back when uh, WizKids. I worked with WizKids with um, Hero Clicks. If anybody remembers Hero Clicks from way back in the day, <laughs> um, so that that was like my first kind of introduction to, to professionally working with miniatures and things like that, um, and kind of got me to where I am now. Um, I've been in toy design, marketing, and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, kind of easy, easy for me to step into this modification, um, kind of area for, for the hobby that we enjoy. But, um, so yeah, that's, that's who I am. And you've been working on some pretty major projects over the last X period of time. I guess it's been a number of months at this point with some of the, uh, the AA five conversions and then some of your own, uh, new homemade dice for it. Yeah. So one of the first times I was on, we were talking about making dice, um, damage, especially the or more specifically the the battle, the damage dice for vehicles. Um, that was something when when I started playing that I I really and, and it maybe it was and it still is because I'm, you know, again, still more of a new player when I love painting this stuff, but playing it is something I still need <laughs> to work at. Uh, but, um, so one of the first things was like, I just feel like that was an easy win for an layup for like prizes was just, why not just make a simple die that like, is very easy for anybody to look at and go, I know, I remember what that symbol is, especially if you don't play vehicles. Although nowadays vehicles are becoming way more prevalent than I think they were even a year ago or so. Um, so, so it's it still, I think is a lot of fun and it's, it's been creative and, and I've finally got my ass in gear and we've got, um, I've been throwing photos as far as the dice go on, uh, on Facebook group and things like that. Um, they're going to be as of right now, their price support for our local area. So, um, if anybody is in the kind of Philadelphia, Philadelphia, South Jersey area, um, that's where they'll be primarily, um, I would assume that if like Nick or Mike go to an event, I'll probably give them one, you know, to to uh, to take with them or or at least one. So uh, Atlantic City, I think, probably will have at least, you know, one Ooh. one through third, one through third place. I think, Ooh. you know, I think we've got to rep- represent a little bit in our in our home area, our district. So <laughs> if somebody comes and takes one of those home, um, yeah. it hopefully will be a little special. Uh, in that regard. So, uh, yeah, so we have the dice stuff going on. Uh, people have been asking if I'm selling them. No, I'm not going to sell them. I think, (laughs) I think legally it's too much work and legally, I think there's, it's, it's a gray area that I'm not willing to, um, walk into, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so that, that is, that's, that's that for that. But, but, uh, I happily happy to, uh, to donate them for, for events and things like that. Um, and then the, I guess the other project that, uh, that you mentioned, Mike was, uh, yeah, the, um, the speeder conversion that I did, um, 
And uh, that was that was very well, I think a lot of people when, when they first saw that truck, right, or or even something like because I think there was something like that in. Yeah. Um, Elson in Rebels or something I saw. There's a lot of they they keep kind of skirting around that damn vehicle from the Star <laughs> Tours ride. And if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, I guess I should just clarify the modifications I did on the truck made it look like the Star Tour ship somewhat from um from the it's Disney ride. Um, it's just like it's like it looks like a taller version of it. Yeah, so I it's put like, like so the yeah, the the side doors like I I sculpted mm-hmm. the side doors. I put the original RX droid uh from the original version of the ride back in it. Uh it's got a droid that I made that sits on top and it's got like the little kind of energy yeah. thing that sits on top and the guns and and a couple little decorations here yeah. and there. Um, I almost certainly want to like I already have two AA5s, so it's like I almost certainly want like one day if I ever have time, I definitely want to like get another one now mm-hmm. so that I can print all that stuff and then bring it, bring it to like LVO next year and play on the Star Tours table. Because I don't know <laughs> if you're aware, but one of the guys uh, oh, there is Vegas a star- has a legit. Yeah. And he listens to the cast. He's actually on Legion Outriders. Damn, oh, my man. Uh, He actually has been working on this Star Tours table for like years. Okay, he's so he's upgrading it and it's pretty right. legit. So he's my best have, friend. He's your best friend. So you guys need. Yeah, you need to go out to LVO with one of your Star Tours <laughs> vans <Yeah. laughs> next year and play on it. And we'll get Hell you yeah. on that table. We yeah, can make I, that happen. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a love for that, that vehicle for yeah. for like to the point where and I've told you this, Nick, um, when and it, it was a it was meant as a joke email i don't know if anyone in ffg ever saw the email if it i don't know if it made it past like their like like the the woman at the front desk or whoever you know like security or whatever but but i i was like hey i loved x-wing and i loved the company that made it so i made up a joke email just hoping i could brighten up like somebody's day over there i was like you, I was very kind of like serious about like to whom it may concern. Like you must add the Star Tour ship to the X to X Wing. They the, probably the, the they probably game. filed it with like all of the petitions for the assault <laughs> <on> boat. <laughs> but oh yeah, absolutely, it's right there next to all of those. But I mean, to the point where I had like, and this was before X Wing 2.0. So I had like. um I put down like the stat line of what I thought it should be, what the upgrade <laughs> should be able on it. Like I had like if, you know, uh, one of the pilots was C-3PO and he but he did. But he was really bad at the pilot <laughs> unless you put R2 like you upgrade or you put R2-D2 in the um, in the in the droid slot. And then he became a better ship like in general. Like I had these kind of mechanics that I was playing with. And I don't know if anyone over there at FFG. So if so if anybody at FFG hears this and and remembers that or, or heard about that that was me <laughs> i'm the idiot that that uh, that put that down because i just really wanted to see that ship in x-wing so so i made a way to to bring it into legion in, in a way yeah. and um uh so yeah, yeah that that was my little claim to fame i guess it's awesome yeah um, thank you and, yeah. yeah and the one you you hobbied up and painted that you've basically finished now right yeah, it's I mean, it's finished the yeah. like there's there's a I magnetized the top so that you can open it. And there there are seats for several people. I have um, 3D printed uh, a bunch of, of of passengers that someday eventually I'll paint up. Uh, they're printed and ready to go. They just have to find the time and, and like put them in line of importance Um as far as like getting things on the table or adding to my fun little like side project thing. But um, all the 3d models that I bought, I purchased, I can't remember who they, they all came from one guy. And then I just modified them, you know, because uh, I have programs that allow me to, (laughs) you know, manipulate them quite easily. So I put a lot of them in sitting positions and some of them look like they're talking to one another and things like that. That's awesome. um, So that'll be eventually those obviously don't get, uh, aren't, um, being given away those the, that part of it isn't being given away with the the mo- the three the the 3d models um as well so those you'd have to get on your own and modify on your own yeah. but the rest of it uh ha- is is up for um you can download for free uh so if anybody is interested in modification has 3d printer or access to a 3d printer and really 
just were inspired by by that. You can um, it's on CG Trader. Uh, Mike is going to put a link in the description um, for it. The, the files are free. Like I said, they're going to remain free. They're not supported. Uh, they're unsupported. So you will have to do that uh, yourself. Um, and that's mostly just because I have a form to <laughs> form to printer, yeah. which uses a complete like their own. They're like the Apple of 3D printers. They have their own proprietary uh, slicing tool and it just doesn't play with others. Um, and you can't export the the slice stuff as something else as a different file type through that. So it's kind of a bummer, but, um, uh, yeah, it works, works for me. I, I wasn't really, I don't, when I got my 3d printer, I wasn't planning to use it to share files, I guess sure. when I originally got, I it. was, I, I got my resin printer last year and I haven't like anything that wasn't pre-supported. I didn't really have an issue adding so, like, the the software oh, yeah, it, has like it, a lot of like you know you just put it in the position you want and you right. tell it to build the supports and it usually does a good job so. yeah it, it can do a pretty good job and and i know some mm-hmm. people out there especially you know with with the 3d printing community they they, they want like the immaculate perfect you know every time like kind of 3d print and um so good luck with that if, <laughs> if you're interested in in uh in supporting it that um I think most of I think I hollowed out like the big piece that that need to be hollowed out. You may need to do that yourself. I can't remember for sure. Um, but there are probably that's part of the slicing programs and things like that. But it's all there ready for you if you want to do it. I would love to see I would love to come across uh, the table. One of these days, I would love to sit across the table from somebody that modded their own version of it. And because um, mine, mine is modded after the original the original one. So the old eighties version, the white and like light blue. (laughs) Uh, And so there's the newer one, which is kind of like a black and orange. So that'd be kind of cool to see the the two variants, but yeah, that's that. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you don't, you mentioned that like, you know, you're really big into the hobby side and like, mm. you don't, we don't, we don't play much. We haven't played in a while. Me, no, we personally. haven't. Um, uh, what are you like, like other than that stuff, like what have you been painting and what are you most looking forward to playing that you've painted? Cause I know you've been working on a ton of rebels for you and your brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so since the, so I will say since the last time I've been on my Darth Maul is still not painted. So that's a throwback to anybody that remembers me on and remembers Darth Maul. He's still not painted. Okay, guys. But but <laughs> ever I have painted quite a lot. Um, I think since the last time yeah. I was on, I Nick and Nick and I had kind of I what what my family affectionately calls to is the come to Jesus talk, where like I told Nick, I was like, I don't know if I want to play this game anymore. And he's like, No, no, you're playing. That's he not, was, that is not how the conversation went. The, it was. It's like, <laughs> I no, was like, well, no, I mean, you're playing. No, we've had this own. conversation before. We have, we have, <laughs> we've and, had this um, conversation before. And I think, I think the biggest, like, especially because there's a, there's a, you know, with the the price increase and, and everything, I, I decided, you know, basically, just like when I played things and and played things on tabletop simulator. Um, I was really, I really enjoy playing rebels, um, and, uh, being a, like the, the difference, because I have an empire, um, army that I haven't touched in a long time. And my droid army, as far as painting, I haven't touched in a while. And I, I just like for, with rebels, I just, I just feel like if I get into a problem with those other two armies, I, I, I felt like just, and, and again, I haven't played enough obviously to, to really get the nuance of it. But I always felt like if something went wrong with those armies, like I was screwed. Like, like there's like, I have this, I have this list of things I must do with this. And if the chain is broken, it's all for not where rebels. And, and maybe this is just mentally the way that it's designed. It just fits me better. And I understand it, but rebels, I, I always feel like if something happens to me with rebels, it's like, that's okay. I have many other ways I can fix this and continue to move on. Um, so so that's something I've been looking forward to. Um, but but in general, I think what Nick talking about, like me not playing enough and everything is one of my New Year's resolutions is to play more. And I think a lot of that and I think a lot of people can relate, um, you know, coming out of COVID and everything is, is I, I think I had a lot of hard time with, you know, and, and still do like I think people just they because they had to stay home and everything. For me, it's gotten hard to like get out to like, just go out, Rob, just go out and hang out with your friends. Um, 
So I'm wondering if there's people that relate to that, just like that anxiety or whatever from like being so long stuck at home and everything that now it's that social aspect is almost there's some anxiety to it that I have to get over. Um, and so that's something that I've been having to work on to uh, to uh, get back out there is um, slowly work, work on just being out. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, I guess, but but um, yeah, mentally, mentally, it took a toll on me. I think the whole COVID thing. I mean, you're definitely not the only one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have, a, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm sure, I, I'm sure, but so that's that's where I'm at, and so if anybody relates, I'd love to hear in the comments about it. But so I'm, I'm, um, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Is is my goal is to really just get out. Um, I guess to answer the question or to talk about it, like I'm painting a lot of the Wookies. I've been loving the Wookies, um, uh, painting them not so much as building them. I've built quite a few of those sets. Paint the the Wookie for. Oh, I just have to paint every detail because it's so good. I think I think the sculptors did such a great job on those Wookiees um, sculpting, but painting. I my my little I gotta my brush has gotta go on every little fur fur strand. So I, I have fun with it, but but uh, I'm looking forward to move on. I'm looking forward to just seeing what they're doing. I know there's a Boba Fett coming, so I immediately want to paint that. Um, yeah, they paint. They painted them on stream. Yeah, I saw that. It was it was fun. randomly. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, they they do those random yeah. paint streams, and I always miss them. And then <clears throat> I watch them, and I feel like they need to do more. I feel like they. <laughs> You're like yeah, the I, only person who thinks that. I think. <laughs> really. <laughs> uh, I want I think, more. So yeah, for some fun. weird reason, people just like don't like the painting streams. Oh, well, I, here's the thing. Oh man, <laughs> but the X-wing players get the most mad about the painting. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you're painting a ship that's already painted. Like, right? Yeah. Why, why you do this? <laughs> I, I I understand what they're trying to do. They're like trying to cultivate a culture, and they trying to yeah. keep things going. Um, I think they need to they need to work a little more on their production value of it because I would agree that it's not the most fun to watch, but I do enjoy because you get little tidbits of information. You get to see little things that maybe like, oh, here there's a head option for this sculpt. I didn't know that they're doing that. They're painting. Um, that'll come they're young they're still a young company based off of like what you know when you guys were talking to them um you know they they started out as just a toy store not a toy store but a a hobby store and 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 everything and and now now they have a business as well on top of i I guess they still have i assume they probably still own the 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 store and and the atomic mass is just a different business oh i think that was just uh i think pagani owned the store hmm and I'm not exactly sure. I know that like they both worked at some point. They went like he went from that to Privateer Press, and then same oh right, shit. yeah, Privateer Press. Privateer I remember, Press yeah, and, yeah, I remember. Yeah, he, yeah. But, which is um, like it's like, and that's how we know these guys are hobby yep. guys. Like yeah. they're into like they're like they're into like all the sides of this. Like, yeah. and it's like, and Pagani was a world champion, a war machine. So like, yeah. Yeah. And, and it, listening to that episode, you know, yeah. it's, it's, in, yeah, it's when they talked about like, Oh yeah, we played, we played the games, every game that came through our store, like we played and tried and we knew p- if people were going to like it or not. And it's like that. I don't know if you get a lot of that out of, out of, you know, stores, you know, even around here where there are plenty of, of stores not. that you can go, go to, you don't have that level of, of dedication. Uh, so I, I think that says a lot about what they're focused on and and what their you know what their goals are, uh, which makes me very happy you know and and comfortable with where where they could be going with this. Uh, and I would just say F or uh, um, LL what was it Lucas LL whatever mm-hmm. Disney just needs to stay out. LFL. Of it, I think. just yeah. yeah LFL they just need to stay out. Let them keep doing what they're doing and and I think they'll make them a lot of money. But that's Same. me. That's 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 yeah, my that's rant. The, uh, <laughs> what Harley called a rant, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's fine. It was great. Um, very excited about the dice. I can't wait to see them in person. Hopefully, hopefully very soon. Yeah, yeah. I think the plan right now is is honestly since I've been watching Boba Fett and I rewatched Mandalorian uh, quite a bit. Um, I'm, I'm sort of the whole like casting process and everything. I've been, almost been t- treating like like casting Beskar into a new piece of like foundling <laughs> gear because we need, so, yeah. it's, so it's like you, you pour the resin in and you make sure and and you know you get this casting and then you got to kind of polish it out to make sure it's nice and shiny and so you go through 
different um, uh, microfibers almost of different like sanding grades so that you get this beautiful shine at the end of it. So so my my kind of process, I think, is going to be like when there's a vent coming, like I'm just going to have a bag of them, scoop one out. And it's like, ah, they're getting a green one. And then I'll finish yeah. that one specifically for the event and like hand it over in a in a little nappy, just like baby Grogu gets like and just hand <laughs> it over in a little <laughs> in a little nappy and boom, that's what you get. So Rob is the armor now. <laughs> yeah, that's I guess. I ex- yeah. That's a good title for the episode. <laughs> Had to come up organically, right? Yeah, there you how, go. How has the painting process been for the dice here? Because so, I remember when we talked about them last time, we were mostly talking about like the different ways that you went about like modeling them and casting them. But I don't think we'd really gotten into the like the painting process for how you do like a resin dye. Yeah. So so there they are every every what I've learned throughout, you know, my the industry is is every kind of industry or every type of subset has their own language. So so painting in dicing is it's just called inking for whatever reason. You still use as far as I can tell, and all of my information comes from trial and error and Google and what other people have tried. It's, re- it's just the same paint that we use for our, our uh, we paint models with. It's it's mostly acrylic, thin down. Um, I am still working on a right solution. The original three finished dice that, that I showed in, in some of the pictures, I probably won't include as, as uh, prize support because I learned quite a bit from the inking process that um, has made it a little easier um, and it'll make the dice just look better. So that that's been interesting, but it's really the same thing. It's it's just you you kind of smush a bunch of ink into the into the recess and then wipe away, you know, the excess from the from the top. And it just kind of capillary sits in there and you just let it dry. Um, I have not found a better way than just letting a side dry and then or getting mostly dry and then flipping so that you don't have any spill or drippage or anything or it doesn't like pool to one side as you flip it over. So again, it's kind of slow and I'm, I'm, I'm learned. This is me just learning as I go. It's not something that I have any acknowledged in making dice at all. I'm just winging it as I go. So, um, so yeah, the, the, the inking is, is probably the easiest part of it, but just kind of boring because it's like you do one side and you just flip it and you wear, you wait and then flip it. Um, but, uh, the, I have, uh, kind of come up with a 2.0 of the die that I plan to 3d print and then finish and then make molds out of they're not gonna it's not gonna be any different than the current one but uh, again just by learning trial and error I found better ways to so that when I make the molds again when these molds that I have eventually dry out and crumble and I have to make a new one the 2.0 molds will be a little easier to use uh, so that's pretty much like that's where I'm at now with the whole thing is is essentially refining the process that hell maybe someday I could sell them I I never will um, but but what I maybe I should never said that <laughs> never say like, never ah, but ah, you never. see my, but <laughs> but um but uh, the the idea is always it's always to make it easier <clears throat> for yourself like for me it's like this takes a little time to make these so if I can find ways to to make it easier it's it makes it easier for me but you know it's it's kind of at the same time you're learning something it's it's part of the process and you take that and and use it on the next project so uh, i never i never have a problem with that kind of stuff learning changing and and editing because it just means you're you're getting better at it you can show uh amg how to make like glossy black dice now for the next attack dice and there won't go. have little bubbles in them yeah yeah i mean it really guys guys over it's just a pressure pot come on guys that's all you need um but <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah it, they are so my dice hey i'm so i'm gonna I'm, I'm my dice are free of bubbles let's hear that i'm gonna say that again to everyone out there my dice are free of bubbles okay so <laughs> I'm just messing around, but yeah, they are free of bubbles and I'll say it one more time. They're free of <laughs> bubbles. So they're accurate and perfect. No, they, I mean, they, like I said, they're, they're, they're made by hand. So they're not good. They're, they're not machine made. They're, they're when they come out of the print, they're as perfect as they can. And then when you start sanding them down and you polish them, obviously there's going to be some imperfection and 
Um, like I said, I, I don't, I don't, the, I, I wouldn't want to sell them just because you officially can't use them in like a tournament. You know, if, 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 if Atomic Mass game thought they were so good that they're like, we will let you guys use these for like, then fine, then maybe I would sell them. But, but, um, because you can't even use them officially or anything like that, they really should just be for like fun. And that that's how I'm treating them. They're they're for fun. They're for they're for people. Like I have the I have a clear black one that I'm gonna do with a white fill. There will be one of those. That will be the black saber die. And someday someone will get it. And I hope that they will have the courtesy that if they lose in a in a tournament or something, they give it to their opponent as like a as a like a and it you keeps beat passing me. along. Yeah, and, and it keeps cool. passing along. <laughs> really I would cool. love for that kind of thing to happen, and it keeps getting past. Uh, but um, it, it's really just yeah. meant for fun. It's meant for our community. It's meant to, you know, community build. And and beyond that, if it goes further, <clears throat> that'd be great. I can't wait for the next. I got to get. I don't know when the next like local tournament is, but let uh, me know. There'll be one, yeah, at least one be, there. Yeah. I'm hope I'll, I'll be sure to share it in the Legion discord like I usually do. I usually put it in there so that if anybody's like up for traveling, usually we always get somebody new. So that's always been great. But an ACO. Yeah, yeah. And he, how how good would it be if the new person goes back with with a die yeah. and they're like, "Hey, where'd you get that? I went to this tournament up in, mm-hmm. you know, in uh, in Philadelphia area and yeah. got it." And like, cool. I want to go there. Yep, that's right. Well, yeah. Not only do we have the best tables in the world, we've got the best dice. Hell yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, do you do you want to shift into our little ACO update at this point, Nick? Yeah, yeah go for it. Sounds good. So. ACO update. Um, I don't have any huge updates. Uh, so from what I understand, uh, Cherokee Open is next week. So real quick, actually, because Cherokee Open's coming up, you're going to listen to this podcast. Cherokee Open's like in a few days. Um, so if you want to go to Cherokee, North Carolina and play there, you totally should. We've sent some prize support up there, down there. It's down. I always get like direct. I'm directionally always confused <laughs> when I'm talking. Um but uh, yeah, Ryan from the Stabcast is going to do a great job. Where I'm very excited to see uh, all the tables and everything. Um, looking like are they going to be are they going to be filming it at all? Uh, there is not going to be any streaming so. for Cherokee. Uh, no. I don't um, think we have a streamed event for unfortunately a little bit of time now. Yeah. Um, but that should be fun. They've got like 40 plus people signed up, so that's great. Um, but with that, because that's the next frontline thing, and then the one after that is the Atlantic City Open in June. Um, I'm, I'm hoping we should have tickets on sale shortly after Cherokee. Um, I don't think they'll put them up this week, so keep an eye out. Um, I'm hoping they're on sale by the time we record next time. Yeah. Um, and they're usually like three and a half months out for the booking. Yeah. So that almost perfectly lines up with the end of Cherokee From and they're what, not going to want to cannibalize their own event. Exactly. The, the, the talk I've gotten is, is like, it should be very soon, but I imagine when he, when I, they said that that was a few weeks ago. And at this point I don't imagine it's going to be before Cherokee but uh yeah um but other than that it's like uh I'm working on more terrain because that's what I do uh working on some like event exclusive terrain that will debut at the event um some cool surprises there but uh well I mean it'll debut on our testing tables first maybe 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 maybe. I hope so (laughs) I'm hoping it's tournament debut is there I'm hoping that I don't like get too too excited I'm very excited though. I, my printers are running all the time, except right at this moment. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah, it would be unfortunate if they're running right now. Be... I run them often when we record, but it oh, doesn't okay. usually get picked up. But I gotcha. didn't want to today because they had both just like ended, so it was like oh, I'll wait. That was a rest day, recording. Sunday. Yeah. No, no, I'm off this weekend, so they run all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's, right okay. it's worse. They run. It's yeah, a hard taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I am. I give them rest days though. I mean, hey man, knock on wood, they haven't they haven't given me issue in a while, so. Need him to keep going. But, uh, yeah. And um, how many tables at this point do we have lined up? Because we, I know we've talked about in the past, Cherokee is going to be the first non-LVO event to get the FLG mm-hmm. terrain set, which I think is 12 tables. Uh, I think it's like 16 to 20. 16? All right. So yeah. then that means that you've already got like 32 tables for Atlantic City. Oh, easily. I've got, I easily have what I need already, but we're going to be running like side events and stuff. Like I'm planning skirmish and stuff like that. So we need terrain for that. That's super important. How many people um, are you planning for this time around? Uh, we're going to, uh, the plan is right now to do uh, two heats of 64 players. So 
428. That would be fun. Yeah, I'd love to sell it out. Um, and uh, like I mean, sky's the limit. Basically, they were like, you can have as much space as you want as long as you use the space. So All it's right. like, well, yeah. can we make sure that they're not just in one long row this time? Yes. Can you imagine having like 32 <laughs> tables in a row? No, Six, we're not doing that again. bad enough. <laughs> just two rows then. Right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I got four rows. This yeah. way I don't have to like run a marathon. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I'm real excited. Obviously that's, that's Atlantic city opens like my baby. Um, I can't wait to see everybody there. Uh, the hype is already building. And we're still four months out, so can't wait. Yeah, I've, ar- I've already got my vacation stay plans set up, so I'm excited. Awesome. Uh, and then we do have on President's Day the San Jose uh, local event that Keegan has been setting up with the California guys. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, I'll have that linked in the show notes as well. I know they have a cap, um, but they're not there yet. I believe it's a 24-person cap, and they've got roughly 12 to 14 already. So a couple spots left open there. Uh, and then we alluded to in the very beginning, the Canto Bite Cup is going on as we as we talk now. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be wrapped up by the time this this drops. But at the end of day one, the so. undefeateds are kind of interesting. <laughs> well, we would think it's wrapped up I would by think tomorrow. They're, I would think they're done by tomorrow. <laughs> if they're not done by tomorrow, there's probably something going wrong. <laughs> yeah, they got like held hostage or something. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they, they puffed on the peace pipe for too long, I guess. Oh, I man. But uh, the undefeateds at the end of day one were two Yodas, two CIS, and two Rebels. So kind of just yeah. continuing the theme of empires have not nice, made Yeah, nice faction ones. representation. No empire and uh, two for the Yoda faction. Got it. <laughs> yeah, to follow up with the one for the Yoda faction from LVO. So yeah, you know, if you're playing clones, just play Yoda. Yeah, He's yeah. an There's your... There's I'm my hot pre- take. <laughs> I'm sure that there were more than two Yodas out of the... Roughly, quite a I think they had 50 players. They ended up having 50 players. Yeah, and there was yeah, only I'm like... Sure I, there were at least six or eight Yodas. Yeah, and I actually think there are more Yodas than there are Empire players that showed up. Like, there That's are actually... incredible. <laughs> there's, at the quick count that oh, we took really? last time, there's only <laughs> six to seven Empire players. So... I love so, yeah, that's a little wild to me. I love the the spread at LVO. It was relatively close. There were a lot of CIS, but and that's what ended up like, you know, doing the best. But uh <laughs> Magna Guard good. Magna Guard good. Magna Guard didn't win the event though, Mike. They did not. That's true. <laughs> Maul did. So anybody yeah, Maul did. Ooh, my Maul. Ooh. But yeah. Some exciting stuff. I'm sure we'll talk more about that event and the meta after Cherokee on our next episode because, uh, you know, that's what we do. Um, do you want to talk about Team League a little bit? Because yeah, both of sure. us have had successful stages. Yeah. Before. So uh, my team, coached by the great Mike Cirillo, uh, has made it into Champion Circle next season. So that was very exciting. Um, uh, Rob, you're probably not familiar. Yavin based Team League is a TTS league. And, uh, there are two essentially like two tournaments that run simultaneously. One of them is for like the good players and one of them is for the bad players. Ooh, tell me about the bad player <laughs> one. Oh, that's the one I'm in. That's excellent. <laughs> but we did so good that we get to play in the good league. Oh, not, so you. the way they did it is like there's like there's two leagues and essentially like the top performers from the bottom league go to the top league and then the worst like kind of like I guess uh, soccer does that, right? Yeah, so it's a it's a relegation that, promotion system. Yeah. So there's a larger low there's a larger standard league they call the Hero League, and it's essentially thirty two teams. They each play groups of four round robin. There's a single Elims tournament after that, and then the top four get promoted to what they call a champion circle, which is just eight teams and the the bottom four teams, so there's two groups of four for champion circle. If you make it out of your group, you stay in it for next season, which my team did. And then if you don't make it out of your group, you drop down to the Hero League for the next season. So it keeps it nice and fresh, and Champions uh, Cup is just belligerently bloodthirsty the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I so I uh, I um I've been getting a couple of my friends into uh, Legion. I have a friend over in California that um, uh, I grew up with in Ohio, and and so this is our way to kind of come you know stay in 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 connection. So so I actually just I actually just found out the other day that the tabletop. I've been playing on the wrong tabletop. Um, There's yeah, they released a new the one. Old, like, yeah, they the there. old one, and, and so I'm playing. I'm with him, and I'm like, yeah, they still don't have the truck, the the AA5 truck, and all this stuff. And it's like, I wonder when, like, what the hell's going on? And then I finally, just on a whim, was like, maybe I should just go look and see if there's like, maybe I got the wrong one. And boom, I was like, holy yeah. crap! Yeah, I was so wrong. And so I've been getting back better. into that. Yeah, I, this new one is so much better. 
there's a couple things they they got rid of the skirmish stuff which i was a bummer with because that's how i wanted to teach him was like having like a like a skirmish map that i that we could like throw whatever we wanted into it so that was a bit of a bummer but um Overall, it was a great experience, and um, and so that's actually something that I've been wanting to get into. Actually, is figure out if there are any type of online leagues to you know that might be a little easier for me instead of trying to get out of the house every once in a while to stay in the house and play. That might be a good first step or a step. So, um, so something to check out for the skirmish is the same uh, creators that did the new the new Legion mod, which is essentially just a port of the old one since right. the original mod creator doesn't play anymore. Um, there's a beta mod as well, and the beta mod is uh, basically just the most up-to-date version, but still has a couple like larger bugs. And the skirmish functionality is in there because that's being revamped. So uh, oh, okay. there are skirmish maps in the beta mod. Okay, so the the current one just doesn't have it because they're reworking it. Yeah, they're they're kind of just okay. getting revamped so that it's a little bit a little bit cleaner and just uh, easier to use. But they are they are in the beta. Sounds sounds that, good. That gets yeah, updated yeah, yeah it's a very clean app. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, if if no one has used the tabletop simulator app, it's it's great for Legion. Speaking of great for Legion, we got some confirmed information from the Battle Forces, which was a lot of just the spoilers that they had talked about before, and some of the things that they had hinted at on on the interview with us and with the Outriders. But it was nice to actually get the. I don't want to say official mm-hmm. reveal of a lot of this info, but to have that put out there in the public so that more. we can talk about it. Yeah, we got like little like tastes and then they just threw out a lot more, which is great. Um, I'm excited to assemble and paint a couple more B1s for my army. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so why would you do yeah. that? <laughs> why, why wouldn't I? Because then I can run eight B1s and an AAT. I love the AAT, but I guess I probably won't get to run Magnus. So say lovey. Yeah, for anyone who's uh, now thoroughly confused, they announced. Yeah. what they call the droid invasion force which is naboo based and you have the option to take up to eight b1s now in the list but fortunately you have to take an aat so hopefully they're looking out for some of the spam that you can do with eight b1s yeah so a lot it's and also i assume that like if it's naboo based like naboo the battle of naboo had they had droidicas they had staps they had aats they had b1s they had that was like it so like I'm guessing there's some B2s there I think wasn't there? Uh, no, I don't think there were. Until, no? They yeah. weren't until Attack of the Clones. We didn't ah, see yes, them. I watch these movies yeah. often. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, no you. No. Don't. <laughs> <Asshole>. <laughs> um so uh there's like a there's not like you can't t- you probably don't get to take strike teams and they're kind of like your other spam option. Droidicas and staps aren't cheap. And AATs are obviously expensive, so like you're co- probably going to be kind of limited to like being able to spam things at this point but um it's real exciting though i am actually excited to run ap ones yeah you'll probably be able to do more <laughs> like absolutely gonna do that one of the things they they talked about was the two pip command card that's essentially a droid version of coordinated fire yeah so they're probably going to lean a little bit harder into like a b1 gun lines that probably has you know one more activation than you normally would get in a b1 gun line but doesn't mm-hmm. have the like 13 to 14 you could do if you didn't have to take a tank yeah now you're essentially now your HQ uplink on your one V one is going to give you like eight or nine orders instead of just six or seven. So that's great. Very excited. I'm excited. I mean, I hate assembling B ones. It is like one of the worst things you have to do, but uh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I was literally talking to a local today about splitting a core set. Oh man. More B1s. <laughs> oh, you're a monster. Oh, I sure am. I am terrible. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I like the idea, like the, the Echo Base Defenders, Han, Luke, Leia. I mean, that'll give oh, me yeah. a chance to put my my Hoth-themed Luke on the on the battlefield. Absolutely. It's, it's interesting to see like that. Um, but I just I, I guess I ex- I expected more when they when they're when they as they keep touting these battle forces. I guess I was expecting more based units, off of what they were saying, I was expecting more units. I was expecting like the other day I almost put in the discord group after watching um, the Mandalorian and rewatching and Boba Fett and was like, I understand battle forces now because because I was like they, what they want to do is like those those special those special conditions where it's like this unit is really cool, but we don't know where to fit it into a, a faction like this would be like, OK, here's like a weird 
sub-faction that can also fit, like, let's say, Empire stuff in it as well. But you can only use this battle force with this limited amount of Imperial, already existing Imperial stuff. And it's like you get some command cards, you get some new models. Maybe that would be a great way to, like, introduce new, like, for instance, like, if you did a uh, an Endor-themed battle um which we kind of technically already have with the core set, but that would give you a chance to update models for, for rebels, maybe get a new Han, maybe get a new Leia, maybe get a new, this, that, or the other and models. But it, it sounds like it's really just, um, and, 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 and we, we were mentioning this before, it might just be a production issue with, with overseas and shipping and this, that, and the other. Um, but I, I will say as of right now, I'm still quite underwhelmed with, with, with this, um, and I hope there's more, I hope the plan is to do more and it's just an unfortunate situation right now and they have to do make best with what they have. Um, but, uh, like, cause I think they were mentioned, I think they mentioned that like there were some units that's like, they just don't know what to do with. And, um, and this would be a way to introduce it. And right now that information they said about being able to find ways to introduce these characters, I'm not seeing how how that fits into their plan. Like that piece of information fits into what they've currently shown. Um, so I'm yeah. still, like I said, I'm still waiting, still kind of, you know, but, but that's how I feel right now about it. And I, I tend to agree actually. Um, I don't want to say I'm let down, but I'm nothing about the, like the droid invasion force or the echo base really like gets me going. But I think that they, they've already made steps in that direction with what they're going to do with shadow collective where they've they've talked about here that mercenary units like can't be used to create their or to meet their force organization rank minimum. So you can't run like CIS with six pikes. Hmm. So hopefully as battle for or as the shadow shadow collective starts to come out, hopefully we see more of that, like one to two units getting thrown into different ideas and not just uh, a little rework of units that we already have. Yeah, um, they're I, prob- I, like you said, they're probably just a little hands tied with with what they can do there. I, I think you're right. And, and I, I just, I like the battle forces. Like I said, it sounds interesting, but right now it sounds like they're making more like headache as far as like rules or it's like, well, you can use these, all these units together in this very specific thing. And so you get these very specific rules and these very specific cards. And if you don't do it, you can't use any of that. Um, and to me, that's, that feels confusing where, where like the, with the, what I keep referring to as the scum faction, um, like having, yeah, like here's a unit that has its own rules and it just happens to fit in with rebels and totally, and totally works. And there's not a whole hell of a lot you need to learn on top of that. That makes sense to me. So, so, so I get like the, the scum stuff I'm, I'm super interested in and, and the battle forces, it, it has potential. Like I said, I, I think it, it, the idea is there. Um, and, and this might be just like 1.0 version of that idea. And we'll see like, cause I mentioned Ewoks. I can't imagine Ewoks being uh, anything other than like, uh, uh, I don't imagine them being rebel. I imagine them being like a weird fucking scum faction that happens to work <laughs> with rebel. Um, but like, is part of like the Endor like battle force, um, well, yeah, that's kind of like that's like exactly essentially what they said uh, when they mentioned it before. Like, yeah, on on our in our interview, they said that, you know, like that that's how like that's, you know, the like that Ewoks don't go into space. They don't like go on the starship right. and go to like Hoth yeah. to fight. <laughs> they only fight on Endor. So yeah. like, that's the kind of how they get to. Yeah. But, but as of right now, I'm, I'm missing the part where the Ewoks actually fit in. And, and again, like I said, this might just be with the information we have, that's all they've given us. It could be, this is the 1.0 plan because the original plan is having issues with, you know, like I said, physical distribution, things like that. Um, so just, I guess, keep our ears and our eyes open. You brought up an interesting point that I hadn't thought of yet. Um, with a little bit of the confusion with like the rules and the special effects. Hopefully when you show up to an event and you're saying like, Hey, I'm playing rebels. Like you have to say, I'm playing the echo base defenders because that could be a, Oh, that, sure. Yeah. That could I be a real interesting scenario where like, cause they mentioned that there's going to be new command cards. So yeah. if you're game planning and someone's like, I'm throwing this down, you're like, you can do that. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm playing the Echo Base Battle Force. It's like, oh, crap. Well, I didn't realize that this fit into that because I've just started playing. And I'm like, oh, it's not in the rulebook or et cetera. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I worry about. And like I said, because I have a background in video games, game design and things like that, those those are some of the things that that immediately pop out to me when game design, when you start kind of um, oh, what's the way to like you're you're kind of monopolizing, not monopolizing You're you're it's oh, I can't think of the right terminology for it, but you're it feels like you're designing over top of yourself. Like here's a perfectly good game, but here's a thing that you can do that kind of trumps and counters that or you know, supersedes what we had already um, done. And, and it just like, you get these super weird subsets of like rules that I, I hope that they keep it to a minimum and doesn't make it too confusing. And it doesn't like, Oh, well, when you put all these like Han and Leia and you, you know, with our powers combined, you get, like, you know, Captain, you know, Star Wars, Planet Man, like, I, I don't need some super <laughs> duper rule because I have these couple units together kind of thing. Like, don't do that. That's the whole that's the only thing I, I hope for is don't don't do some like crazy weird rules because I have these certain units like that's too much. Yeah. And it sounds like they're not doing that from all from everything they've said in the interview and from the streams. They're just getting like command cards. So yeah, they, they just they just want to to me as of right now, like I said, it, it feels like they just want to add more flavor. And I'm 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 a guy Fieri guy, Fieri man, like I I'm <laughs> on board to flavor town. <laughs> OK. <laughs> um. Nick, did you uh, did you get a chance to play any games this week? Because I know I've been a little, or I guess I the last two played, weeks, I've been a little occupied and have not I had a chance to. I have played a few games the last two weeks, actually. Um, I got to play some in-real-life games the last couple Fridays, and I did have my, my Team League game last th- last week against uh, Enemy of the Stabcast, Brett, who he didn't beat me, so he's not Enemy of our podcast yet. We joked that if he beat me, he would be enemy well, of our podcast. Well, technically, he's our friend because he's he the enemy of Stabcast, yes, right? So exactly. he has to be an ally of ours. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You guys, you guys have friends and allies. I need, I need a You're painting. On our team. I know, but now I need, I need a painting <laughs> rival. I need a, I need a, a, what is it? A, a hobby specialist rival. Do we I'm have sure one? we could find one. Yeah, we'll somebody, have to discuss that yeah. off cast. <laughs> <laughs> if you I'm want sure to be my hobby one. painting rival, comment in the in the uh, in the comment. Bo- I do that in our like Legion ninety nine post dusk cast or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I, so, I love a good competition. Um, I've been last few rounds of Team League. I've been playing Maul. Uh, I went back to something familiar. Uh, Maul Double Magna Guard Six B Wads T Series. Uh, and the little probe droids, of course. Um, Magnagars are real good. Um, I've gotten into a, a sort of a groove with Maul lately. Um, gotten pretty comfortable there. Um, Brett was playing <laughs> three bark speeders. Um, yeah, three bark speeders, three Wookies with the uh, the sharpshooter Wookies with bowcasters, three clones, and a clone commander. And uh, he was super aggressive. Uh, but I was able to, we were playing breakthrough and I picked the correct side to deploy everything on. And I had heavy cover basically the whole time I managed to get a bark and then I got a Wookiee warrior and then it just kind of snowballed into like Maul was able to get into a position where Maul could do whatever he wanted to the rest of the game. And there wasn't really anything that Brett could do about it at that point. What table did um, you guys play on? That, uh, uh, what is it? The star killer one. Uh, so I ended up picking, he, he was blue and I was red. He won the roll off cause we were both at 795. Um, and I picked the bottom of the, t- the table side that on the bottom, right. That has that trench that just goes like for basically half the map forever. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's that giant rock. So I kind of just deployed all of my B ones all behind that essentially. Like we were battle lines. So I deployed like all of them in that corner. And I was like, well, uh, the first couple rounds of movement are going to be really awkward, but uh, I'm just going to see how aggressive he is. He was super aggressive. He ended up taking two B1 squads off the table like early round two between his uh, air support, uh, a Wookiee that had scouted up and 
uh, got a shot because of a basically a perfect like move scale because uh, they get that extra distance on the scale. So and they were able to shoot at range three. Um, so I kind of was on my back foot, but he continued to put pressure on me. So Maul was able to get into a position that he was able to kind of put the game on his back a little bit. Um, and I ended up winning. I actually had only lost those two activations. Um, he ended up losing, I think three, but he had a few things that were on, like he had one Wookiee squad that only had a single model left. And, um, uh, I think there was a bark speeder that was injured. It was a really good game. It was close for a long time. Um, I think the final was, um, I think the final was nine to seven or something like that. Cause I, I intentionally, uh, used my probe droids. I lost their incognito at the end. They just took like a little pot shot at some clones and so that they could also score just in case. Um, so that was good. Um, and I played a few in real life games lately too, um, against my buddy, Travis used to play against him all the time before the pandemic. And we've been getting to meet up on Fridays at showcase. So hey, you um, guys show up at like fucking three in the afternoon and like, someone's <laughs> right? have to work. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I was there this Friday and I was willing to get another game in, but somebody didn't show up. They were like, Oh, I've got to work. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten there till 9 PM. Well, I mean, we probably could have gotten a game in. They don't close till 12 on Friday. <laughs> and Rob was in Florida or something like that. I was in, I was in fact at Disney World. And uh, I was in, uh, I was it, at it Star Wars out. Land. Yeah, it I checks was... out. It checks out. Yeah. There's pictures. There's confirmation. Yeah, lots of, lots of <laughs> pictures. Yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, I decided to play Triple Magnus a couple weeks ago. And that went, uh, as you might expect, Triple Magnus are disgusting and terrible and mean. Um it was Kalani Triple Magnus. He was playing Anakin Triple Wookies or double double Wookies, double Wookies and a Chieftain. Um, he had bowcasters or not bowcasters. He had battle shields. Um, but the Magnus were just able to the Magnus and the E5s were just able to crit everything to death. Yeah. And Anakin, uh, I think I had one Phase One squad that I took like range four shots at like eleven times. And it was still alive, but um, I killed Anakin early. Um, and all the like all the wookies didn't get in there until it was too late Um, that's that's one of the things that i think we've seen with the battle shields versus the bowcasters is that magna guards still beat wookies in melee uh just straight up because they have the red saves and they're immune to pierce but Mm -hmm. the battle shield kind of tilts that math but that implies that you can get the battle shield there without taking the wounds right as soon as it starts taking the wounds because it doesn't really have that effective range threat to force you out of that site yeah you're gonna win if you get mm-hmm. their full health but you're coming in with like three models instead now you're still at that disadvantage yeah and that's like what it's like the wookies are annoying because like you do have to do a lot of wounds to kill them but if you can like take a model and a half off before they get into melee and you have a credible melee threat like they're, they're not really a, scary they're they're gonna get one attack before they get punched off the table and that was kind of the way i looked at it i was like well i was like if I can get one of these off the table, like I'm not scared of him at like that range two band. Cause he doesn't have the bowcaster anymore. And I still have the RPS to take shots. And that's kind of exactly what happened. It's the problem that like, if we're, when we're seeing a lot of these Vader storm lines that you have to take the bowcaster, because if the battle shield gets in and whiffs its first attack, the storms are hitting back just as hard because they're surging black yeah. ice. Yeah. So now you've taken, now you've lost a model on the way in and you're taking like four hits from the storms or they're withdrawing and it's, it's not a good spot to be in. Man, here's a gripe I have. Why do ARC troopers hit as hard as Wookiees? Because they're genetically perfect, Nick. Oh, my God. It's nonsense. <laughs> Shooting um, Wookiees only have a black and a white in melee. Well, they don't, they don't surge. Oh, so they do hit, uh, they do well, hit less hard. They, they do hit sort less of hard. surge. Eh, fair, I guess. They well, don't only Echo really surges surge. these days. That's fair. Anyway. But yes, oh, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I hate this. this back dumb. in the day, it was a problem. Back in back in my day, clothes could share all of the tokens all the time. <laughs> That's where I won my only title. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, Triple Magnus is is terrible, and uh, you should play it if you really want to have a good time, and you don't want anybody else to have a good time. But anyway, That's been and, my YBTL list, so yes, I can go. Yeah. Um, and then this week we played again, but I didn't play droids. I went back to rebels cause I just finished all of my Wookiees the last couple weeks. And I was like, I want to play my Wookiees and guess what? I forgot how to play rebels. So, uh, Travis changed his list around so that he could have bowcasters. And, uh, he played really aggressive with his clones and, uh, 
I was just, I misused my Pierce. Um, I saw, all right. So I was playing Han, Lando, Chewie, two Wookiees with uh, the, you know, the regular charge Wookiees with bowcasters. They had tenacity, O push and recon Intel. And I took a squad of pathfinders with Biston. Cause like, I keep hearing they're really good. Something about it, something, something, a church of Biston or something like that from another, <laughs> another worse podcast. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and I also had the, you know, the obligatory three rebel troopers and I had a little R2D2. Uh, so Travis had just changed his list. So he had like, uh, three clones with Z sixes, two bowcaster Wookiees, the chieftain Anakin, and then two naked phase one. So he's at nine X. Um, we were playing, uh, what were we playing? We were playing intercept the transmissions and, uh, that was a mistake for me. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem too great. Uh, it was terrible. It was really bad. <laughs> um, and I said, like, he he was real aggressive and, like, he could afford to be that way because he can, you know, he took the Anakin standby round one so that if I moved into range two with Han, um, that Wookiee was going to get to shoot. There's nothing I could do about it. So, but he was real aggressive. I ended up misusing my Pierce everywhere because I've got all this range Pierce from Chewie and Lando and Han and I was using... I was trying to shoot Wookiees I should have been shooting clones and using my Wookiees to, you know, just to, you know, trade my Wookiees for his Wookiees and then use my Pierce to leverage against his gun line. But uh, I made a lot of mistakes. There was a single, there was a rebel trooper that survived like 25 dice with like fire supports and Pierce in round two. And he lived the whole game. He, that after the second attack that he survived, he, there was some chewy guardian and there was a, he had a dodge. Uh, he just ran away and he ran to the back intercept point and stood there the whole game. Um, I didn't get much out of my pathfinders cause I'm bad at, uh, I made a poor decision and I didn't infiltrate them where I probably should have. Uh, so they kept getting tar pitted by Anakin and Wookiees. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, he was like, Oh, I'm going to, all right, I'm going to kill these guys. And then I'm going to move into melee with the pathfinders. And I'm like, okay, great. Now Biston doesn't get to shoot his big gun anymore, but he ended up taking that game, um, but it was a lot of fun. I just, I kind of forgot how to play Rebels. I was playing them like droids, and uh, that's what I get for not playing Rebels in like four months. So I'm excited to play some Rebels because I've got a Wookiee squad in from Nick, and then I think Rob, you're painting some extra Wookiees as well. So yep, yep. I'll actually have some good looking models on the table for my Wookiees for a change. Some will probably look much better than the others, but. <laughs> uh, yes, both of them compared to mine. <laughs> uh yeah no, that's 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 it <laughs> and speaking of a fresh coat of paint uh you may notice by the time that you get to this point in the episode that the logo looks a little <gasps> different we've unfortunately or fortunately what? we've updated our logo a little bit for the cast um and we're going to be shifting away from the uh not quote unquote clone trooper helmet into uh more of like a jedi holocron idea so you should start to see that roll out on some of the new merch that we'll have up on the Teespring page and hopefully some of the prize support that Nick inevitably sends around the country. Oh, yeah. If you're going to Cherokee, you're going to get a cool Legion 99 sticker with the new logo. You're going to be one of the first to get it because Mike doesn't even have them yet. I know. I don't. I get all this shit last. <laughs> Everyone you gets should have first. come to Showcase Friday because I had some for you. Uh, but... All right. All right. Uh, yeah. See, yeah, so we'll, we'll, ha we'll have that again. going out. And then you'll also start to see that all the episodes here are going to start going up on YouTube as well. Um, they'll still be the audio format, but we'll have some nifty little graphics in the background. Um, you know, we're not going to do any kind of webcam stuff yet, but we'll see. We got to bump up the OnlyFans first for that. <laughs> <laughs> i did the hot tub stream for uh for the invader league kickoff show so we'll see what we do for the podcast heck yeah oh, gosh but now that's super exciting so we'll get to start to see that on some of the merch i'll hopefully do some other fun stuff with it but i'm looking forward to it it's a nice rounded shape so i think that lends nicely to a lot of the tokens and components that legion has it's hard to get a helmet onto a lot of the stuff yeah, I usually found Makes a way sense. to just shoehorn it into something. It's like, oh, here it yeah, is. you just put it in a circle. You, know, you put a <laughs> yeah. circle around the helmet and then it works. This way, it's just a circle. It's still a circle. <laughs> but I do want to shout out to Keegan, who, uh, through the magic of his editing software that he uses with his uh, with his business, um, yeah, he did has been able to design that. this relatively quickly for us. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, really, it's really great. I love it so much. It's really starting to grow on me. I love the original logo. 
but it's like the new one is like we started like i guess keegan probably started working on that like at least a month ago or so it was before yeah it's been a little bit of time now and we were like it's hard it is yeah but it's starting to grow on me it is and then he showed us the the graphic that we're going to use for the background on the youtube and i was like that's it that's the shit (laughs) because it looks really cool when it's animated i have stickers though i have stickers with the new logo you do well any final thoughts here gentlemen see you in two weeks see you at atlantic city open in june baby i would say um uh, if if anyone is for whatever reason wanted to give me money for those 3d print things i would say instead uh and it's in the description of the the cg trader thing uh follow my instagram i started one at kind of i've had one for a little bit but i I decided to start using at the beginning of the year uh it is two castles studio but it's also going to be in the description of the cg trader thing uh, that's what I would just follow me instead of lieu of any type of monetary thing. Uh, any painting projects that I do in the dice, um, that's where I'm going to be posting a lot of that stuff. So if you're interested in, in my painting, uh, and having, have a reference of, of why I'm on the podcast rather than somebody else, <laughs> um, that's, that's one place you can follow me. And anytime I get a project done, uh, yeah. I plan to photograph it in some way and put it there. So um yeah just just follow me on my instagram uh two castles studio we'll get that linked as well oh yeah i'll, I'll i'm, I'm terrible at instagram search Not filters, so we'll, yeah, sure. we'll do that yeah i would love to get sorry i would love to get uh to uh, i have 16 followers let's get to 25 guys let's get to 25 <laughs> we can do that I'm, I'm sure we've got enough viewers we can get 25 all right <laughs> let's make that 30 <laughs> oh man all right everybody have a wonderful night we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks See bye